Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for April 8, 2020. It's the birthday of the magnificent French-Belgian chanteur Jacques Brel, born on this day in 1929 in Brussels. Brel came from a family of Flemish descent, but spoke French, as his family originated near Ypres. His father worked for an import-export firm and later ran a company that manufactured cardboard. As a boy, Brel attended a Catholic primary school and, by all accounts, was a courteous and manageable pupil, but was a famously poor student, a trend that would continue throughout his short academic life. In school, Brel helped set up the school's drama club, taking on his first stage roles with great enthusiasm. He wrote short stories, poems, and essays. In 1944, at the age of 15, Brel began playing the guitar. The following year, he formed his own theater group with friends and began writing plays. In the spring of 1947, during his final year in school, Brel wrote a short story titled Frederick for a school magazine, Le Grand Feu. The story is about a man on his deathbed who encourages his grandson to run away while the rest of the family makes arrangements for his funeral. Brel was 18 years old. Brel swore at a young age that he would never work in his father's cardboard factory. He hated the meaninglessness of office work and the intellectual simplicity of the people he would have to work with. However, in 1947, he left school due to poor grades and was forced to join the family business. After compulsory military service, Brel began writing songs in 1952, performing them at family gatherings and on Brussels' cabaret circuit. His family and friends were not supportive of his stark lyrics and violent, emotional performances, a style that would make him, in the end, the most popular and well-known French-language singer in history. In May of 1953, Brel sent a demo recording to Jacques Canetti, a famed artistic director who contributed to the discovery and promotion of countless artists such as Edith Piaf, Serge Gainsbourg, and many more. Canetti invited him to come to Paris, and Brel quit his management job at the cardboard factory. Despite his father's discouragement, Brel's decision to go to Paris would be the most important decision of his life. In Paris, Brel worked hard to get his career off the ground. He stayed at the Hotel Stevens and gave guitar lessons to pay his rent. In March of 1956, Brel performed in North Africa, Amsterdam, Lausanne, and throughout Belgium. While visiting Grenoble, he met François Robet, a classical pianist who would become his accompanist, and who played a major role in providing Brel with the formal musical training he was lacking. He was also responsible for Brel's musical arrangements. That same year, Brel recorded Quand dans la Coulamour, which would prove to be his commercial breakthrough, reaching number three on the French music charts. By 1959, Brel was on his fifth album and already a household name throughout much of Europe. Especially noteworthy on his 1959 album are the songs La Colombe, La Valse à Milton, Seul, and Brel's most notable masterpiece, Ne me quitte pas. 
The song depicts a lover promising the impossible to prevent his departing companion from leaving when it is already much too late to resolve their problems. He feels abandoned, and he knows his pleas will not be heard. But even as he knows it won't work, he's trying. He must. As he sings and makes his promises, he begins to cry. Brel is perhaps peerless in capturing this simple little drama, universally experienced by millions of human beings in perpetuity. Brel toured tirelessly into the mid-1960s and had recorded seven albums by 1966, all of them more successful than the last. By 1966, Brel had also grown increasingly weary of his grueling concert schedules, and while on tour in Vitel, he revealed to his musicians his decision to retire from touring. In subsequent public statements, Brel stated that he had nothing more to give to the music world. In October of the same year, he gave a series of farewell concerts at the Olympia Theater in Paris. Thousands of devoted fans flocked to see these final performances, which took place over the course of three weeks. On the 1st of November, he gave his final concert at the Olympia. After a highly emotional and stunning performance, the audience's standing ovations prompted him to return to the stage seven times for his final bows. Following his retirement from the concert stage, Brell's professional life focused on film. Brell would appear in ten films, write four and direct two, between the years of 1956 and 1973. By early 1973, Brell knew that he was ill. He prepared his will, leaving everything to his wife, Mish. In August, Brell learned that he had a small tumor on his left lung, and in November was rushed to a hospital in Brussels where he underwent an operation. He was suffering from an advanced stage of lung cancer. In November of 1975, he reached the Marquesas Islands archipelago after spending 59 days crossing the Pacific Ocean with his longtime lover, actress Maddie Bami. Brell and Bami decided to stay, living on his sailboat off the island of Hiva Oa. Brell returned to Paris in 1977 to produce what would be his last album, recording 12 new songs he had written in the Marquesas. Exhausted, Brell declined to promote the album. Nonetheless, the album had over a million advanced orders, a result of word of mouth alone. The day the album was released, Brel and Bami returned to their home in Marquesas. In July of 1978, Brel's health failed, necessitating a flight to Paris, where doctors discovered a cancerous tumor. He remained in the hospital for six weeks and then spent the rest of the summer in the south of France. On the 7th of October, he was rushed to a hospital near Paris, and two days later, Brel died of a pulmonary embolism at 4.10 a.m., the 9th of October, 1978. Brel was 49 years old. If you've never listened to Jacques Brel, do yourself a favor and look him up. Brel never sang a song he didn't write. And here's a bit of his best, the second verse of Ne Me Quitte Pas. I will offer you pearls made of rain, coming from countries where it never rains. I will work the earth until I die to cover your body with gold and light. I will create a kingdom for you, where love will be the king, where love will be the law, where you will be the queen. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Thanks for listening. Be kind. Do good work. And until next time. Paul
ne me quitte pas Je t'inventerai des mots insensés Que tu comprendras Je te parlerai de ces amants-là Qui ont vu deux fois leur cœur s'embraser Je te raconterai l'histoire de ce roi mort De n'avoir pas